Hey there, everybody. Tom Funk here with your Michigan Trails report for the week of November the 28th, 2022. Thanks for joining me, and as a friendly reminder, if you didn't know already, I am the author of 50 Hikes in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, 50 Hikes on the North Country Trail, admin on some of these hiking pages and I contribute content and stuff like that. And thanks for joining me on my weekly podcast. How are you guys doing today? It is great back talking trails with you all. Uh, you may remember that uh, I had a hiatus with a change in venue and career and jobs and all that good stuff. So I appreciate you joining me. Hey, be sure to click on follow or subscribe. I checked my stats, and last week I had over 750 people who listened to parts or all the podcast, which I think is pretty freaking amazing. But please click on subscribe and follow, and you will receive alerts. And keep in mind that this is on most of your podcast platforms. I'm still fighting with Apple. I don't know what their deal is. They have everything they need. It's just not showing up um, on their platform. So you know, keep that in mind. Please click follow, and uh, I would greatly appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by Gateway to Pictured Rocks, lodging in Germfask in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. In the middle of nowhere and everywhere at the same time, please consider them for your base camp for your next Upper Peninsula adventure. Centrally located between Escanaba, eh? Marquette, the Sioux, and St. Ignace, they are less than an hour from both ends of Pictured Rocks. Pull out your... Your finger, find the dust on your dashboard, write this down, vrbo.com backslash 980761. All right, as uh, those regular listeners know, I have about 30 different topics to choose from, and I rotate in 10 or so, and I always have a few that uh, I do every show, like the ever-so-popular Permit Report. And that will always be part of the show, and it's typically uh, at the end. So, yeah, I have to force you to listen, but, yeah, there is that forward button on this thing, too. So, anyways, let's get started. Hike of the week. This week, uh, we are going up to the tip of the mitt in Emmett County to the uh, Waldron Fen, which is owned by the Little Traverse Land Conservancy. Uh, Waldron Fen consists of a unique and sensitive wetland fen bog complex, lots of native grassland, some restored, and there's some forested areas as well. There's at least 116 resident and migratory bird species, and of course, you know, you're probably going to see deer, beaver, fox, coyote, otter mink, and more. Uh, at this uh, natural area. So this is visited uh, by avid bird watchers and naturalists uh, uh, throughout the year to you know check out the birds and wildlife. And there are some scenic views uh, as well. So nearly two miles of the trail take you along two small ponds and a sizable wetland fen complex. Uh, the trail loop 
uh, takes you around the wetlands, not through them. Uh, there is a, you know, a, there's some benches and there's a parking area and an outlook platform uh, as well. Uh, this was first protected with a conservation easement back in 2001 and wholly donated by Nancy and Jack Waldron to the Little Traverse Conservancy in 2014. So thank you so much to the Waldrons. Uh, lots of visionaries out there that are donating their land to be preserved and they are uh, frequently open for public use. So check out your local land conservancy this one is landtrust.org, and I also have a video of my hike uh, on my YouTube channel, which is, of course, Tom's Worldly Adventures. Check it out. Hiker trash. All right, this week, let's uh, uh, introduce you to Tom Walker. He is uh, a member of the Hiawatha Shore to Shore chapter of the North Country Trail. He's an active hiker. He leads hikes. He's a great promoter of the North Country Trail, especially in the Eastern Upper Peninsula. Uh, the Hiawatha Shore to Shore chapter covers from Grand Marais to St. Ignace. And if uh, you go to the Quiet Water Symposium in March at Michigan State University, he'll probably be there. Make sure to reach out your hand and introduce yourself. He is a wealth of information about the trail in the area. But I will warn you, he loves the snow, which isn't a bad thing, of course. But, uh, hey, thanks, Tom, for your passion and support of the North Country Trail in the Upper Peninsula. Speaking of snow, uh, most of not all the snow has melted from the Lower Peninsula, and there aren't too many spots left in the UP with snow. And with the upcoming weather forecast, uh, it's probably all going to be gone by next weekend. So fingers crossed we get some more snow uh, maybe in uh, 10 days or so. So it was good while it lasted, wasn't it? Anybody get out and do any snowshoeing, I wonder? Uh, hey, if you did, go on the uh, uh, Facebook page and let us know. Share some photos. Okay, North Country Trail issues. Uh, still a lot of exclamation points that says, hey, follow the blue blazes on the ground as we uh, update our maps. And I was scrolling through there, clicking on them, and I missed one. From a couple weeks ago. And this one's up in Grand Traverse County. Uh, there is uh, uh, on the trail just north of the Fife Lake Loop. Uh, there is flooding due to a beaver dam. And they say it's passable but your feet will get wet. Uh, so there is a bypass. And uh, it's uh, I think a four and a half mile road walk uh, to get around this thing. So um, when I was doing my uh, Lower Peninsula hike uh, across using the North Country Trail, I remember uh, a beaver pond in that area, and I came to it, and uh, I had no choice but to, I just hopped up on the beaver dam, and I walked it, and I got lucky, and uh, didn't get my feet wet, and found myself back on the trail in about a quarter mile, so um, yeah, there's, there's a fair amount of beaver activity in that area. And snowmobile trails, they open December 1st if the trail clubs deem them ready. All right, another uh, segment I do every once in a while is called Don't Do This. Uh, Pictured Rocks posted its winter road closures alert for this winter season. So H58, which is the paved road between Munich and Grand Marais, it is closed to car traffic. Uh, between Adams uh, Truck Trail and Grand Marais. And yes, even to your 4x4 Jeep. 
Why is this? Well, um, it's a snowmobile trail starting December 1st. And uh, you can't even get to the uh, Grand uh, the Grand Sable Visitor Center using uh, the road from Grand Marie. You actually have to go out of town and use Newburgh Road. So, yeah, it's a snowmobile trail and is groomed as such until the end of March. Additionally, the Alger County Road Commission does not do any plowing, any maintenance, clearing of debris, fixing washouts until May 1st at the absolute earliest. They just don't do maintenance there, so keep that in mind. You know, if, you know, mid-March rolls around, you're like, oh, look, there's no snow. Uh, you know, you may want to call the Road Commission in the park and say, hey, what's, can we get through? Because there's also some spots on that road where there's road cuts that are probably 20, 30, 40 feet deep, and the snow piles up in there and takes a lot longer to melt. So it'll be driving along, and then bam, you run into a giant wall of snow and not going anywhere. So let the snow melt. Let these guys do their jobs and get these roads ready. Don't be in the way. you know. And please, for the love of everything good, do not be that person we see on the snowmobile Facebook pages driving their vehicle down 858 on the snowmobile trail and getting stuck. It happens more than I like to admit, and it, it seems to always be a skier or snowshoer trying to get the log slide or beaver basin. Just, you know, just stay out of the area. Let the snowmobilers have their trail. All right. Let's see here. Um, gearhead. Coffee. Mmm, coffee. Are you like me and need that cup of joe to get going in the morning? Are you one of those like myself that after drink a cup at, uh, drinking a cup of coffee, you know, it quote unquote gets things moving, if you know what I mean? How do you take your coffee in the backcountry? I was on the Gear Junkie website and holy smokes people, there are, there are some serious gear for the serious coffee drinker. Additionally, it seems that some of us refuse to compromise on our coffee quality and preparation, even in the backcountry. Myself, I buy ground coffee at home. I usually mix in some Turkish coffee with something from Africa or Asia, and I run it through a French press. In the backcountry, I bring instant coffee, powdered milk, cocoa, and sugar. Sometimes I buy the prepackaged cocoa sugar cream stuff and mix it with instant. Sometimes I'll just bring the raw stuff. But it's always instant coffee to me in the backcountry. But yeesh, some of you will not compromise. Uh, but, you know, totally cool. So how do you take your coffee? I posted a link for this article on the the uh, the Trail Tales Facebook page. Uh, go ahead and please make some comments. Tell me uh, how you take your coffee in the backcountry. All right, skills test. Leave no trace principle. Number one, plan ahead and prepare. My favorite one. Probably heard that before. Some may not think this is a skill, but as a former outfitter, I can tell you that 90% of those that we had to rescue, uh, it was due to a lack of preparation, whether it be from bugs, not knowing the limitations, or gear failure. Uh, most of our rescues came from Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore. Thankfully, there are numerous resources on their website at nps.gov backslash P-I-R-O, and there's an article on the Tom Trails page, Tom's Trails Tales uh, Facebook page that uh, links you to that. Um, thing is, uh, their stuff isn't all that well organized. It's all over their webpage. But lucky for you, you can find on the Hiking Michigan's Upper Peninsula page and the Michigan Hiking and Backpacking pages 
in their file sections a killer guide to pictured rocks, which brings everything together and links out to these individual pages. So it is a pretty cool re resource. Highly recommend you checking it out. So if you're new to the area, especially you're new to backpacking, new to backpacking in the UP, uh, please check out this resource. It is well worth the time. Okay, that leads us into a new segment, Question of the Week. Hey, Tom, what was the number one reason uh, people needed a rescue? Well, in short order, there were three. Weather, usually cold and rain, bugs, uh, and uh, biting off more than they could chew. And I did used to sell uh, insurance policies, and folks would use them. <laughs> and uh, we would just go get them. And we didn't judge. It's just those are the three things. Um, and maybe next week I'll tell you a story from my, uh, from my Don't Do This segment. Um, some of the things that uh, – some of the rescues we had to do. And the, I could tell you tales that you would, you would believe they're made up, but they're not. Uh, things I've actually experienced uh, rescuing people. The stuff I've seen, let me tell you. Um, okay, uh, da, 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 almost forgotten trail. I haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, my current book project is uh, finding those old portage routes, water routes, and trails that Native Americans use, the explorers, even uh, homesteaders, to find their way around in uh, uh, Michigan. So one thing I always wondered, even before this project, is I've noticed that the Osabo River and Manistee River, uh, you know, they originate in the Grayling area, and they are um, very close to each other when you get upstream into their tributaries. They're only about a mile apart in places north of Grayling. Um, however, they are separated by a, a you know a significant enough ridge. Um, that uh, maybe causes a uh, preferred portage to be south of these points. So the Manistee has a tributary. Guess what its name is? Portage Creek, which connects to Lake Marguerite, which was formerly known as Portage Lake. And these are just west of Grayling. And just over a mile away from the eastern shore of this lake is the Osaba River. So I've mentioned a book before by Hinsdale. Um, he has marked uh, portages on his maps, uh, an archaeological atlas of Michigan. He does not have a marked portage uh, between these two rivers in this area. And Jim Woodward, who uh, wrote a book on, on uh, portages, uh, he claims that there was a portage at one time between the two water bodies. And he would reference maps uh, to come up with his uh, his theories. And so I, I pulled out the USGS 7.5 topo of Fletcher and Grayling. And there does appear to be a two-track that leads east and slightly north of the Osamo. So this very well could have been a route or close to it. And having two water bodies with the name Portage in their name is strong evidence that this was, in fact, a Portage route. So you would think this water route was used by indigenous as uh, these are two major waterways that would cut a significant amount of time and hazards off going around the tip of the mitt instead. I'm still in a quest to find some evidence that this was an indigenous route, and I haven't found anything yet that shows this, uh, this route was being used by European explorers. So if you know of anything, let me know. Um, this is probably going to require a visit to a local historical society uh, to get to... Uh, Talking to some folks that live in the area to see uh, what they know. 
All right, this week in Michigan's Facebook hiking group pages, uh, scrolling through the Michigan hiking and backpacking page, I see uh, last week's entry for Hiker Trash, Jim Dufresne. He posted about a sale he is having at his website, michigantrailmaps.com. Uh, he says, enter this code XMAS, that's letter XMAS22, that's the number 22, and save up to 20% on any of his books. So that is pretty cool. Uh, I did not see any new events posted on that page. Uh, West Michigan Hiking and Backpacking still has their Timber Creek Base Camp hiking trip on Friday, December 2nd through the 4th. Um, nothing of note on the Hiking Michigan's Upper Peninsula uh, page. Northern Michigan Hiking and Backpacking has several events. Uh, there is a Bald Mountain North Night Hike. There is a four-day Pigeon River Country State Forest Winter Camping. There is a Jordan River Pathway Backpacking and a New Year's Cabin Trip. So just go to the Northern Michigan Hiking and Backpacking page, click on the Events tab, and you'll see the dates. And you have to pre-register uh, for these uh, to let them know. All right, on the Trail Angels page, a new entry, uh, Joan Young, who is still hiking um, uh, on the North Country Trail. Uh, the Upper Peninsula is posing some challenges because uh, the snow is deep and it's pretty tough to get into some of these areas on roads. Uh, so the snow melting up there is probably going to help her quite a bit. She is looking for some help staging her trailer, use of electricity, and access to a bathroom in the Ishpeming area. And then again, in the Lake Gogebic and uh, Covington area. So, if you know anybody, if you can help, please get in touch with her through the Trail Angels of the North Country Trail Facebook page. A new page that uh, I, I can't believe I forgot to have this on the list. It is called Hiking the NCT in the EUP. So it's hiking the North Country Trail in the Eastern Upper Peninsula, which is uh, managed by the Hiawatha Shore to Shore chapter, um, and which I mentioned earlier in Hiker Trash with Tom Walker. So this chapter hosts a group page, you know, the hiking the NCT in the Eastern Upper Peninsula, uh, covering, uh, you know, their segment of trail, which goes from Grand Marais down to uh, St. Ignace. Uh, they are quite the active chapter with many scheduled hikes and trail maintenance opportunities. In fact, they have a scheduled hike. It is their Paradise Winter Hike on Saturday, January 28th. They will hike the North Country Trail from the Taqua Trail, which is near the mouth of the Chiquamanon on uh, Whitefish Bay. And depending on your skill level and interests, they have several different lengths of trail to hike. So, um well, let's be honest, not really going to be hikes, probably. They'll probably be snowshoeing and cross-country skiing. So be sure to bring those implements with you if you choose to attend. Uh, of course, you have to go to their group page and register. Again, that is Hiking the NCT in the EUP and the Hiawatha Shore-to-Shore -shore chapter of the North Country Trail. Check it out. All right, other events. Uh, the Quiet Adventure Symposium, Saturday, March 4th. I did get uh, dates uh, for these other two events I had been mentioning. Outdoor Rama is February 21st to the 23rd at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. That's Metro Detroit. And Canoe Canopia, which is March 10th through the 12th in Madison, Wisconsin at the Alliant uh, Energy Convention Center. I can tell you I've been to both Outdoor Rama and Canoe Canopia. And holy smokes, people. 
Uh, outdoor Rama is, you know, mostly hunting and fishing, but there's a lot of outdoor stuff and there's, you know, uh, there's guiding and things like that. Canoe Copia, definitely the backpacking and canoeing crowd. Uh, boy, the Canoe Copia is, is, is an eye opener. Maybe at some point I'll uh, post some photos from, uh, what I attended in the past. So check those out. All right. Let's see if I can do this again. It's time for the permit report. The permit report is our attempt to keep you updated on what the situation is with permits uh, that are required for uh, backcountry camping in popular backpacking locations in the state of Michigan. All right, Pinchard Rocks and reservations.gov. That site is uh, going to open up. January 1st for the 2023 season. Make sure you have three different itineraries because that site's going to be hot and heavy uh, that first week of January. Grand Island reservations are open. Let's see. As of yet. Boy, they're really happy. <laughs> the permits are open. So Porcupine Mountains are being uh, accepted now as well for dates six months in advance, so they're still in April. And the Craig Lake Country Backsites, uh, Backcountry Campsites, reminder, reservation only, can't walk in, and they start in 2023. So Grand Island's open, so if you're planning on going to Grand Island, get on the website and make your reservations. And also, Tuquamanon Falls uh, has backcountry sites. Call ahead to the park. See how they want you to uh, make those uh, arrangements because they're not online. And Snowmobile Trails officially open on December 1st, provided there is enough snow. You don't need to make any reservations or anything, but you do need to have uh, a, trail per a trail permit on your machine and make sure to support that local uh, trail chapter. Okay, so weather forecast. Marquette, highs right at just about freezing still. Lows into the teens. Uh, this snow is probably going to mostly disappear over the next week in the UP. Grand Rapids peeps, um, your snow, if it's not all gone by now, uh, it's going to be gone very shortly. Um, so and it looks like it's going to be snow-free through the weekend. So let's hope we uh, get some more uh, snow in the near future. Uh, let's see. Announcements. I'm still planning on coming home in December. And I still haven't made any arrangements for a hiker presentation, so let's hope I get my act together soon and uh, have that. I'm depending on some others uh, to help me out with that, and it uh, just hasn't uh, officially happened yet. So, okay. Um, that uh, is uh, going to be about it, and you know that because... You hear the bumper music. Yes. Thank you again, Adam Main, for providing the music to the show. And if you're interested in sponsoring a show, check out my Patreon account. And I always end with a quote. Thousands of tired, nerve-shaken, over-civilized people are beginning to find out that going to the mountains is going home. That wildness 
is a necessity. And that's by our friend John Muir. All right, thanks for joining us. Make sure to follow us. Facebook, Tom's Trail Tales, which covers the Great Lakes. And Tom Funk's Worldly Adventures, which covers the rest of the planet. And yes, I am on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, Tom's Worldly Adventures. And I'll put my transcript on my substack, which is thomasfunk.substack.com. And if you're on all trails, follow me at Thomas Funk. And Patreon is patreon.com backslash Tom Funk. Thanks again to our sponsor, Gateway to Pictured Rocks Lodge in Jermfask. This is Tom Funk. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week.